0: Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns and Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal double G. Hi, this is John Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyoncé. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo! Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat. is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I am your host, Richard Holdridge, happy to be bringing you this sports show as today is National Signing Day, which is a big deal if you are in the South. And we also have a lot of things that happen in the world of sports, so let's get to it. First off, the Boston Red Sox trade Mookie Betts and David Price to the Los Angeles Dodgers. What does this mean? Well, it looks like the Red Sox are clean house and the Los Angeles Dodgers are all in to try to win their first World Series since 1988. The Dodgers actually made it to the World Series in 2017 and 2018, losing to the Astros and Red Sox respectively. And they were disappointed after their early exit in the playoffs to the Washington Nationals in the Division Series last year. Mookie Betts is a former most valuable player for the Red Sox. So moving him to a powerhouse like the Dodgers is is a very bold move. And the Dodgers are showing that they are going to try to win the World Series. This makes the Dodgers the favorites in the National League. And I think the favorites in the American League is the New York Yankees. So my two most hated teams could possibly meet in the World Series. And that's not good. All right, we had a big blockbuster 12-player trade for teams in the NBA right before the trade deadline. The Houston Rockets send Clint Capella and Nene to the Atlanta Hawks. It, in exchange, You know, there's some movement around for a first-round draft pick and Evan Turner, but uh, the Timberwolves, Nuggets, they're also involved in the trades as well. So the Atlanta Hawks, interesting about the Atlanta Hawks. I know I talked about them trying to get rid of Lloyd Pierce yesterday, I feel if they can make a push for the playoffs and they could show that they finally have that piece, that rim protector that they desperately need, I feel that Lloyd Pierce keeps his job. They have Nene, who has an expiring contract. They may waive him. They may play him. We're we're not sure. But uh, Clint Capella is a great center. He played for the Houston Rockets. He averages 14 points, 14 boards. And that gives them another defender on the post and another defender that actually could rebound along with John Collins. And they're gonna be still competitive. I'm not sure when Jabari Parker comes back from injury. He had a pretty good season as well when he was healthy. And right now the Atlanta Hawks are trying to make that playoff push. Right now the eighth seed is the Orlando Magic at 22 and 28. And the Atlanta Hawks are only nine games out at 13 and 38. Well they have to go on a tear to try to get in the playoffs because they are the worst team right now in in the Eastern Conference. The Golden State Warriors are the worst team in the NBA. The good thing about this trade is they don't lose that lottery pick. I think if they miss the playoffs and they get the lottery pick, they'll have enough ping-pong balls to maybe get a top four pick, but they're hoping to get the number one pick next year. I don't think they're going to be tanking, though. I think they're going to play hard for their coach. Now they have a player that they might show signs of life on, on defense. And uh, they actually traveled to Minnesota today to take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm not sure if Clint Capella is going to be in the lineup, but uh, that'll be an interesting game. You know, the Timberwolves are 15-34, and 34, so we'll see how it goes. You know, the NBA standings look look like this. The Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the NBA at 43-7. and seven the Milwaukee Bucks came back and beat the Pelicans in New Orleans last night. That was a nationally televised game. You had Giannis going up against Zion. And then the other nationally televised game was the Spurs and Lakers. Lakers getting the win there. Uh, Lakers have the best record in the Western Conference at 38-11, and 11, uh, followed by the Clippers, 35-15. and 15. So two solid teams. You have two superstars on both teams. So LA is loving basketball right now. I know that this this city is hurting after the passing of Kobe Bryant, and uh, I, I hope that the, the city heals and the, and the Lakers actually do well. I actually I'm not a fan of the Lakers, but I, I hope that the Lakers actually win the title this year. I think it it would mean so much to the city for them to do that and, and to do that for Kobe. And you know, thoughts and prayers go out to Kobe's family and and the the families of the of the nine people that were killed in the helicopter crash. That happened uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I know that the NBA world is is still hurting after that, and and I really appreciated all the tributes that they that has been piled in right right by the Staples Center, and then uh, you know the tribute during the Super Bowl, and uh, definitely definitely hurts. But yeah, the Lakers, 38 and 11, uh, followed by the Clippers, uh, the Denver Nuggets, uh, 35 and 16. Utah is the fourth seed. Houston, who just got rid of Clint Capella. We'll see how they do. Dallas Mavericks—they're always good with uh, Luka Dončić and Christoph Porzingis. Oklahoma City Thunder—a little bit of a rebuild. You know, they got Chris Paul. You know, Stephen Adams. It, you know, they got some good players, but you know, they shipped off Russell Westbrook. Different culture in OKC, and then of course the Memphis Grizzlies—surprisingly, 25 and 25. The play of Ja Morant is astonishing he's probably the favorite to win rookie of the year and also you know Jared Jackson another top lottery pick from a couple years ago the Memphis Grizzlies could be making the playoffs and and that that culture of winning could come back I remember the last decade with uh, Pau Gasol, Zach Randolph, Mike Conley and Tony Allen the The Grizzlies made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals In in 2013, I believe. And then, and it was just a great time to be a Grizzlies fan. I, I have a lot of fans that live in the Memphis area that are huge Grizzlies fans as well as Memphis Tigers. It seems like, it seems like the city of Memphis is a tiger town, you know, cause I, I live there as, as well. So that was a big blockbuster trade. We had some action in college basketball last night. Congratulations for getting the win for the Yellow Jackets. Georgia Tech uh, defeating Virginia Tech. And that pushes their record to 11-12. and 12. Still one of those teams that they're going to have to win the ACC tournament if they want to get into the NCAA tournament. But they they had a very good win against Virginia Tech, 76-57. In ACC action, Duke defeated Boston College on the road. That was a good pickup win for them. And just looking at the schedule, you know, Georgia Tech... Is got a pretty good uh, matchup coming up as they travel to Pitt on Saturday to take on the Pitt Panthers at uh, fourteen and eight. So the ACC standings look like this: the Louisville Cardinal is just running away with it. I- I'm surprised how well Louisville's doing uh, with you know parting waves with Rick Patino. but they're the fifth ranked team in the country. They are ten and one in ACC conference play, followed by Duke at nine and two, and then Florida State. Uh, a surprise, but you got your top three teams in the ACC that, you know, if they win the tournament, you know, they're going to get a number one seed. And then right behind the pack is surprisingly only with a 14 and six record six and four overall in the ACC is your defending national champions, the Virginia Cavaliers. Of course, the loss of DeAndre Hunter from last year's team, the, the style of basketball, Tony Bennett plays the coach, Tony Bennett enforces, you know, they play really good defense. And then, you know, you have your, your ACC power, Syracuse, Pitt, NC State. You know, so right now, Georgia Tech at 5-7, and seven, you know, they got to they gotta make a run. And hopefully they can do that. You know, college basketball is, is starting to wrap up the regular season. In NCAA Division II, locally here in Columbus, we have Columbus State going to take on uh, Georgia College tonight at the, at the Lumpkin Center here in Columbus on the campus of Columbus State. So good luck to the Cougars. They're 12-8 and eight right now. Trying to also make a push for the Peach Belt Conference tournament. Trying to get into the NCAA Division II tournament. And that's always good. You have some sports here locally that people that live in Columbus can go watch. Looking forward to that. And, and looking looking forward to some really good college basketball matchups. I try to keep tabs on my alma mater. Uh, Freed Hardman University, their uh, girls basketball team and men's basketball team are are doing very well this year, and I'll try to bring you speed on that. Um, I'm actually looking at making a podcast that's dedicated to FHU sports, so try to get that market of Henderson, Tennessee, Jackson area, that'd be nice, but right now I'm just going to focus on Columbus and what we got going on here in the city. We have some great opportunities to watch some hockey. If you're a big hockey fan, and if you like minor league hockey, you got the Columbus River Dragons, which is a breath of fresh air. I've been to a hockey game. It's very exciting. I did go see the Cottonmouths a couple years ago when that team was here. And then the Cottonmouths were sold, and Columbus did not have a hockey team for two years. And a lot of those diehard hockey fans came back, you know, Cottonmouths fans. I saw them at the game, at the River Dragons game, you know, earlier a couple months ago when, when the season started, and they were pumped. They were excited. You know, the city of Columbus, we have we have our minor league teams. We have the Columbus River Dragons. We also have the indoor football team, the Columbus Lions, you know, led by Coach Gibson. I, have, I had an opportunity to, to meet him when, when I was in the studio at 95.7 ESPN, and they have a big game uh, April the 19th, April the 17th, rather, taking on the Jacksonville Sharks. So good luck to the Lions. I know a lot of local football players play for that team. All right, I'm going to shift gears because I want to talk to you about something. I have a special announcement to make. So it is official. I will be having my final audition at 95.7 ESPN Radio on February the 18th. I will be on the air from 4 to 6 on 95.7 ESPN Radio. You can listen to the station if you're locally in the Columbus area. You can also listen to the station online by downloading the 95.7 ESPN Radio app to your smartphone. Just type in 95.7 ESPN Radio and you'll be able to find it off the App Store. You can also listen online by logging on to www.com. ESPN957.com. And you can listen online that way as well. A couple things I wanted to talk about because this is my final audition. The first audition I felt went well, but there were some things I could improve on. And I've been listening to myself every time I've been getting on this podcast. And really, the purpose of these podcasts is actually to get myself ready to do this show on the 18th. Way, way too much sports facts. I came into the studio and just said, hey, here I am. I'm going to give you all the sports knowledge that I know. And, you know, it doesn't really matter about my broadcasting voice. My mic could be coming in hot. I could be coming in soft because the microphone is too far away from me. Got to hold up on that. I've been listening to the show. I've been listening to the format of the show and how they do it. I'm trying to adapt. They have interviews. I got to ask questions. When they have a topic, I got to brush up on that topic there's nothing wrong with pulling up your smartphone and googling something but you gotta sound professional on the radio and that's what I'm gonna to try to do gonna do my best so wish me luck, I'll let you know I'll go, I'll go live on my Facebook feed too so you can catch me in action, I know that there was something wrong with my feed the last time I did it but I'm looking forward to it and yeah, it's gonna be fun should hear something probably by the end of the month but if i do get it it looks like i will be a full-time not full-time but a, a staff member on the radio station probably doing a show maybe twice a week uh, cuz really that's that's all i can do right now with you know employment right now currently in the military but that's okay i'm going to try to do this as a side job and i really want to say I, I appreciate you know friends that actually reached out to me and encouraged me while I was going through this process, and I, I just want to say, you know, continue supporting me and listening to my podcast here on Anchor. And also, don't forget to like my Facebook page, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Yes, I've changed the title of my Facebook page. It's been the Sports Show with Richard Holdridge. It's been the Richard Holdridge Show. It's it's been a numerous things over the years. Uh, we're going 10 years strong well over 10 years, been doing it since 2009 and it's now called the sports beat with Richard Holdridge. That is something you could find on Facebook. Just like my Facebook page and listen to my podcast. If you like to hear about sports and definitely comment on my Facebook page, if there's a topic you want to hear, or if there's a topic that you want me to touch up on, I'd be glad to give you the goods when it comes to sports. All right, well, before we wrap up this show, just want to talk a little bit about the XFL. The XFL is a new football league that is coming up this Saturday for all you football fans that are hurting because the Super Bowl is over. Just want to talk about some upcoming games. You got the Seattle Dragons taking on the D.C. Defenders is the first game. Then the LA Wildcats take on the Houston Roughnecks. So you got two games on Saturday. Then you got two games on Sunday. Sunday, February 9th at 2 p.m. The Tampa Bay Vipers will take on the New York Guardians. That's that's gonna be an exciting game. I'm looking forward to seeing Aaron Murray who used to play at the University of Georgia. And then you have the Seattle, or you know, you have the St. Louis Battlehawks. Remember, this is the one—the lone team in the XFL that does not have an NFL franchise. They used to. They used to have the St. Louis Rams. The, yeah, the the St. Louis Battlehawks will take on the DC Renegades. I'm looking forward to that game because the DC Renegades is coached by former Oklahoma Sooners coach Bob Stoops. That's going to be exciting. You got eight teams in the XFL, and who knows if if this team, if these uh, teams play well. And the league grows, we might have some more teams. I was disappointed that the Alliance of America football actually folded last year because there were some teams in non-traditional NFL markets like Memphis, Orlando, and Birmingham that that just love football and they love to watch football. And it's sad that to see that franchise that the leagues you know folding. Well, that's all I have for today want to thank all my listeners for listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Don't forget to like my Facebook page and comment below if you like what you hear. And uh, stay dry this morning and make sure that uh, you're trying to beat that traffic getting into work. Hope everybody has a great day and I will talk to you later. Bye.